Alleluia. Christ is risen. I speak to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, just as it is every fourth Sunday of Easter. And if there were ever a time we needed a good shepherd, one who walks with us in the valley of the shadow of death, one who refreshes our souls, now is certainly that time. The image of Jesus as good shepherd is central to our faith and identity, so strong it graces countless stained glass windows and is the earliest image found of Jesus painted on catacomb and church walls. That image predates the image of Jesus on the cross by many centuries. The image of God as shepherd reverberates down history down to the 23rd Psalm, which we always hear on this Sunday. And that makes sense. For who among us doesn't love the image of a kind Jesus, tending lambs, going after the one who is lost, calling our names, keeping us safe? It is a tender image, but there is more to it than mere sentimentality. For you see, in Jesus's time, it was the political leaders, the Caesars of the world, who referred to themselves as good shepherds, promising to keep their people safe, trotting out false stories of care at each press conference, claiming they would keep the people safe even as most people didn't know where their next meal was coming from, as the rich feasted and the poor got taxed. These leaders who called themselves good shepherds promised abundance and healing and safety, but they never delivered. They were in fact the cause of much harm, relying on violence and walls to protect their interests. It is in contrast to these false shepherds that Jesus offered, offers himself as the true shepherd, the one who cares for us, not through violence, but by laying down his life before violence. And he delivers on his promise of abundant life, received through bread and wine, his body broken for us, his blood given for us. That is what a good shepherd looks like. One who knows and calls his sheep by name, who leads his sheep to abundance and security, who lays down his life to protect his sheep. That is the nature of Jesus. We celebrate each Good Shepherd Sunday, always reading one of three passages from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of John. But today, today is a little confusing. The metaphor a bit awkward as Jesus talks about gates and gatekeepers, shepherds and strangers, thieves and bandits. In fact, this figure of speech is so confusing that the gospel tells us his listeners did not understand him. And that is when Jesus uses another metaphor for himself. Not shepherd, but gate. The space between the walls of the sheepfold, a way in to safety, a way out to good pasture. A thief, whoever that is, comes to steal and kill and destroy, but the gate or the good shepherd came so we might have life and have it abundantly. Well, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a stained glass window, a painting or an icon with Jesus as a door 
or a gate. There are paintings where he's knocking on a door, but not a door. And I confess that I usually run roughshod over that image on Good Shepherd Sunday when we read this passage, wrestling Jesus back into the image of shepherd. After all, people have used images of gate in religion to talk about how narrow those gates are, how hard to get through, how they keep people out, and well, who needs that? Especially in this time, as we sit feeling stuck behind closed doors. But it's walls that keep people out. It's walls that build and enclose something like a sheepfold. The gate, the gate is for letting sheep or people in. Jesus is the gate. Jesus is the gate and that gate is never locked. And thanks be to God, Jesus is the gate and he does not stand still, passively opening when people approach. No, Jesus is a gate that seeks to sweep people in to the sheepfold, calling their names, wanting to include all in the safety of his embrace. As I thought about this this week, it made me think of a game played by youth groups everywhere, though it works just as well with toddlers and adults, and perhaps you know it. It's called Families. Now, indulge me for a second as I describe the rules. You might want to play it at some time. Everyone in this game of families, everyone writes down on a slip of paper the name of a famous person as their alter ego. Those slips are gathered up and read aloud just twice. All must try to remember the names and begin considering who might be paired with each name. Just who in the group would choose Marilyn Monroe? Who loves Lady Gaga or Steve Martin? Who's trying to throw us off by choosing Richard Nixon? Then the first person takes a guess, picks a player and pins a name on them. If the guesser is right, then the one named has to join that family. If the guesser is wrong, they join the family of that person. And as families grow, they work together to remember all the names and to guess which names go with whom. If they call out the names correctly, people join their family. If they get it wrong, they join the other family and get to know them better. This goes on quickly and joyfully because there are no losers. At the end of the game, everyone ends up swept into the same family. All get called by name, their real name, the alter ego that they might present to the world. If you win, you win. If you lose, you win. Either way, you join a community, a family, and the whole goal is to get you to enter. That's the kind of gate I think Jesus is, calling our names, joining us to know us, going out to find us, eager to welcome us, encourage us through the door, then eager that we join in trying to help others enter through the gate where safety and abundant life lie. In a time at all times, when too many leaders pose as shepherds but seem to have developed a taste for lamb, 
at a time at all times when too many leaders promise safety that they cannot deliver on, abundance that seems only to accrue at the top. We look to a good shepherd who promises security, not from all harm, but the security of his presence, that he is with us, even especially in the shadow of death. We need a good shepherd who gives life, a renewed spirit abundantly. In a time at all times, when there is too much talk of walls to keep people out as the only way to protect our safety, our health, our economy, we need a gate that always opens in. A gate seeking us, seeking all out, calling our names making us part of a family where the goal is to include more and more and more in this safety we know, calling them friend, calling them family. Blessed Good Shepherd Sunday, beloved. The gate is open. The shepherd is calling our names. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.